right, welcome back to the I Am Nerd podcast. We are here for episode 22. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling fucking 22. So mm. we're going to be talking about one of the craziest things that happened this week, which is the Nintendo Direct from 9-23-2021. For people who are listening to this episode in the fucking future. Um, but Nintendo just dropped a lot of bombs on us. And Kenny and I felt like this could be an entire episode of our podcast. So let's just jump right into it. So Kenny, how are you feeling today? Uh, you know, I'm going to start off asking you this. Nintendo! Woohoo! <laughs> is that how you feel? That is how I feel. I like, uh, I don't know, you get cool points if you know what that's from. Obviously, it's from a Nintendo game. Clearly. That's an intro to a very specific game. Uh, and if you comment what that is, I don't know, you get cool points. and You can cash those in for cooler points. Anyway, how am I doing? I'm doing pretty good. You're doing good? Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Are you excited for some Nintendo? I rewatched the I watched the direct twice. Yeah, um, went over some things. There's some things in there that I'm pretty hyped for, and uh, yeah, I mean we're going to talk about it. We're going to yeah, talk so about it. I'm good to go. Let's get to the very first thing, which is also I just ate some pizza with chicken and bacon on it. Right, Stop here, fuck me right? Fuck me right? Um, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> what did I like? Did I do something to you? Hey, why, why do you do this to me? I don't even look, man. I don't even know what you're talking about. So the very first thing that they revealed got me. Oh, in- by the way, no, okay. I, just do, I just wanted to do that again. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm, I'll end this fucking call. I'll, I'll discontinue the podcast. Like I'm done. Like I'll fucking just, I just be done. I just wanted to do it again. All right, I'm done. You're an asshole. All right. The very first thing that Nintendo revealed is Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And let me just tell you. So. I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan. I believe the third episode of our podcast was actually Monster Hunter. That's how that's how much of a fan of Monster Hunter I am. I don't I don't really game as much as I used to when I was younger, but Monster Hunter specifically in my teens to late 20s and all that has been the game that I've played the most by far and I get hype off of every single installment, expansion, whatever you want to call it, DLC. Um this looks fucking phenomenal already. We get a new Elder Dragon. It looks like some kind of vampiric elder dragon. I'm just going to pull up the actual video of it real quick. Yeah, real quick to clarify, if anybody wants to go back and check, our Monster Hunter episode was the fourth one. Demon okay. Slayer was third. So if you guys want to go back and listen to us rant about Monster Hunter for two hours, it's the yep. fourth podcast episode. Yes, talking about Monster Hunter, pretty much every Monster Hunter, too, since I've played them all except one. And uh, I don't know, this this new expansion to Rise and rise being what i consider also the best monster Hunter game so far it looks cool so i mean it shows this elder dragon killing Aratalos immediately the flagship monster of the first monster in the game it it's in its mouth like it's just in his mouth and then the monster opens up its wings i know you didn't play iceborne kenny but this monster looks very similar to velcana which was the iceborne expansion monster yeah and, that's, and uh, i yeah. just wanted to say real quick something i thought was really cool first of all when the trailer first started at f- like my first initial thoughts, I think that's kind of what we're almost trained to think was I thought it was a Smash trailer. Yes. And I, was, I legit thought, I was like, holy shit, are they really adding like Monster Hunter as the final character? Yeah. Which um, could still happen. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Actually. But um, what was I going to say? So, but as the trailer went on, I was like, oh shit, no. I was like, this is the actual G rank update trailer. Yep. And then uh, I really liked, just because you mentioned the Iceborne, I wanted to say, I liked the name of it. That it's called Sunbreak. It feels related. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I know. So I agree. Like if, I agree. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. But go ahead. No, no, no I was just going to say no. It, like 
the fact that it's called Sunbreak, it feels related to Iceborne, and I know that they're not the same game or whatever, no, but it just not, feels like they have There's definitely um, some new shit going on with the way Capcom is designing Monster Hunter games, because the expansions have been called, like you said, like Iceborne and now Sunbreak, whereas before they were called like Monster Hunter Cross, Monster Hunter Double Cross, uh, then, you know, yeah, Generations, Generations Ultimate, Monster Hunter 4, Monster Hunter 4U. Prior to 4, and even up to 4, they were just called like you, like three you and freedom yeah. unite, uh, my son, are, you know, second, but basically now they're giving real names and there is something like sunbreak and iceborne sun, ice, ice, like fire, like, yep. you know, two opposing forces. I'm, I'm excited for this. And they always come with a new elder dragon. I don't know what it is, but something about the elder dragon really looks like Valkana to me, but like not literally cause Valkana is obviously ice. And I want to say female, this thing looks a little bit more masculine, and a little more undead where Valkana looks heavenly. This looks kind of like demonic. They're, mm. they're like blatantly opposites. I love it. I don't know. I just fucking love it. I'm yeah, excited for all the monsters that might be in the game. It's pretty, I popped off when I saw it cause I was watching it. And then um, I had people around me as we were, we were watching it together and I was like, yo man, I got hype. I was like, dude, we're going to play more monster hunter. Wait, uh, wait, 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 you what? You had people around you. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't invite you didn't invite me. I mean, you look, man, you you live a whole You act whole, like I can't be anywhere in the world. This is 2021. It wasn't you had I, a fucking you had a no, watch no, party. You were my co-host. Oh, it wasn't a watch party. It was my brother and my girlfriend. Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. I thought that you had a watch party. You made it sound like you had the guys over and you guys fucking got wings and pizza. And no. You played some Smash and maybe some DC, maybe a little Yu-Gi-Oh here and there. And you fucking had a grand old time without me. It was just supposed to be a quick passing statement. I didn't realize we were going to dissect it. <laughs> Listen, anytime people talk about gatherings that don't include me, I just have to, you know, kind of ask, where was my invite? I'm that guy. Even no, though it- 99% of the time I don't actually want to come, but I do want to be invited. That's true. That's true. You would come if I invited you. If you invited me, yes, that's different. Um, but no. So yeah, it was just my brother and my girlfriend, and we were all sitting down watching the Nintendo Direct, and all three of us played Monster Hunter Rise. And so when I saw it, I was getting hype. I was like, "Oh yes, like we're gonna get to go back in, dive into more Monster Hunter." And I was saying how probably like a month before Sunbreak comes out, I'll probably start playing again. Just because yeah. there's actually some stuff I haven't done yet in Rise, just because I kind of lost interest. Cause... Me and you both completely... I haven't played it. So the last time you played is pretty much the last time I played. I have not jumped back on that game since then. So we both have a lot of content because I know they've released like a Ryu or a Kuma thing. Mm-hmm. They just released some Mega Man and R- Rush, I think, is yeah. like for your Apollo Mute. Tons of content that neither one of us, I feel like, actually got. So I, we... I haven't turned the game on, though. We have we have stuff to do, which, like you said, a month a month before it comes out seems fair because we also the controls in that game are really like it's a it's a Spider Man game. I feel like you have to have good controls, uh, so it's going to take a second for us to get acclimated to that again, right? Like the wire bug and all that. Yeah, when the when the update drops, I want to already be comfortable with the game again. Yes. So yeah, because who talk about how we died a lot more in that last like two weeks of content they dropped before we quit. We died uh, a dude. lot. Those new monsters, like Vel, was it not Velkana? Uh, Valstrax. Valstrax. Between Valstrax and uh, what's the Basil bomb? Be- Basil Goose? Basil Goose, dude, we he getting, fucks me up. We were getting destroyed those last two weeks, and even the the final boss, like Narwa, fused with the other thing. Abushi, yeah, Abushi yeah. and Narwa. Yep, I the love her name, but like the All Mother, I love. I don't know, she's dope. Narwa's sick. She's a 
And that that last fight, something I liked about that fight is we went in there and like people were dying. Like yes, like actually people were getting smoked. Pretty sure we failed the first time we tried to fight it. So we did, we did. Yeah, because people just got smoked. Yeah, which I like. I like when there's a an actual fear of failure in Monster Hunter because. The old games, don't let people convince you that the old games were super, super, super hard. I mean, they had their difficulty, but at the end of the day, once you got to a certain point, for the most part, almost every mission you could trivialize with in-game equipment. Like, you could pretty much trivialize every quest in the game, especially when four people are jumping a monster. It's like, it's usually really bad. I feel like in the new games, the difficulty is going up a lot. And if you don't believe me, try Monster Hunter Iceborne, Fatalis. That quest is wild. And it's a gatekeeping quest that a lot of people will never complete because it's that hard. Um, I spent literally eight hours on it without one completion. This is before. This mm. is the first night, so like this is before people came out with you know guides and oh, at exactly two minutes in the fight, it's going to do that. You know what I mean? Like people started. Yeah, yeah. Before like, all the strats were out. Yeah, that's something I hated about. I think I mentioned this before, but when I beat, uh, I streamed the Kingdom Hearts three data org fights on critical yeah. mode, and they're really really hard fights. They're like. It's like 14 different super bosses. Yeah. And as I'm streaming it, there's people that'll show up and be like, oh, yeah, like you just have to do this. Like it's really easy. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't watch my favorite speedrunner. Right. Like, like you, like people will join and they never even did the fight themselves. They just watch their favorite <laughs> speedrunner do it. They're like, oh, this fight's so easy. Like, how are you losing? It's like, oh, I didn't fucking go to YouTube and look up how to beat the fight yet. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it myself. Yeah. No, I don't like that either. But yeah, so we're excited for Monster Hunter. And I can't wait for some break. I'm hoping they include a lot of monsters. Devil Joe, at some point, Fatalis, Brecky. I'm hoping they double the roster because that's what I heard they did with Iceborne. I hope they do more than that. I hope they. I hope, yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Like double double or more because honestly, the only reason why I don't really care for Rise as much, like I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I played it for 16 hours a day for a long time, but it doesn't have enough content to keep anyone engaged. And that's because there's just not a lot of monsters in it. It's the same exact problem that World have had. And people seem to have selective memory with that when it comes to PlayStation, I guess. They just like, oh, Rise doesn't have enough monsters. When like World launched with 30 monsters max. I think World launched with 29 monsters to be exact. It's not a lot. So Rise is pretty much in the same vein where there's not a lot to fight. But Iceborne literally more than doubled the number of monsters you could fight. Um, And I'm hoping for the same thing in some break. All right. So let's move on to the next thing in the Nintendo Direct, Mario Party Superstar. Yes. This this game's hype because it's a Mario Party game, and I like Mario Party in general, but it's it's kind of like a uh, a celebration Mario Party. It's a bunch of the minigames and boards from the N64 Mario Parties all put into one game. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's got boards from the... Th- so Mario Party 1, 2, and 3 were all on the 64 yeah. It's got boards from those three games, and it's got mini games from those three games, um, and a whole new fresh coat of paint, new options, and uh, things that you can do online play. There's it looks thing, really nice too. Yeah, there's this thing called Mount Mini Game that they announced, where you literally just go in and you compete in random video game. I mean, mini games online against other people, and then you rank up depending on how many mini games you win in a row, and like you climb, you know, the mountain or whatever. Okay. Um, so there, there's some cool features in there, and I'm I'm really excited for it. Actually, that sounds fun. So, yep. is this the first Mario Party that you can play online? Um, yes and no. 
So they released a Mario Party. I think it's just called Super Mario Party. Yeah, on a Switch. And on the Switch. That one came out. That was a brand new Mario Party game. And that was also like back to the roots kind of thing, but it was all new. Uh, that had online mode, but it was only mini games. You couldn't actually play the board game version of Mario Party. Okay. Um, about a year or so later, they finally added that. But by then, like everyone had already moved on. Yeah, you because it didn't. So, for example, I didn't buy that Mario Party because I was like, "Well, this doesn't have what I want." Like, I want, I want to be able to get this Mario Party, play it with my friends and shit, stream it online, play with a bunch of different people. If I can't do that, I'm not buying it. And so, I didn't buy it. By the time they added the features that I wanted, I was already long past it. Yep. But this yeah. game is launching with it, so I'm excited for this Mario Party. I mean, I haven't played a Mario Party game in a very long time. But the idea of having one that me and you could play from, we could play from anywhere mm -hmm. with each other is really cool to me. So yeah, it could be fun. Like it could be one of those things. I don't drink. I'm not really a drinker at all. But I could see it being fun. Like for whatever reason, like me, Fraser, and then I don't know. Maybe like you know, <clears throat> maybe this will be a future thing on Patreon. I don't. But like me, Fraser, or maybe two patrons. You know, play Mario Party on a Friday. That make would be a, cool. Make actually. it a drinking game or and something. Whoever wins, I'm just making shit up. I don't know. Whoever <laughs> wins has to take a drink. Yeah, yeah. Like every time you win a mini game, you take a drink or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yep, because that way you're getting more and more fucked up. So your chance <laughs> of winning is lower. But yeah. Yeah, it would be fun. That could be that could be a thing. We could make that a thing. So so yeah. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to Super Mario Party. It should look sick. Yep. So moving on is uh voice of cards. Dog, uh, I lost my mind when I saw this. What is I lost this? My mind. Listen, first of all, it's not like it's something I knew about. Apparently, this was actually already announced. I didn't find out about it until the Direct. So this is a game. Uh, the creative director is Yoko Taro, who's the guy responsible for the Nier Automata and the Nier series in general. Okay. Um, so if you look at the art, first of all, the art is fucking beautiful in voice. Yeah, I'm looking cards. at these cards. They look really fucking nice. So essentially what this game is, is it is a RPG. It is an RPG, but... The entire game plays out with cards. Like your your, your characters, are, it plays out like a tabletop game. Like yeah. if you were to have friends over and you were to lay out a bunch of cards on the tabletop and you move through it like a tabletop game. So it essentially is a tabletop game, video game, RPG. Uh, maybe that sounds esoteric and weird to some people. Um, maybe like people are like, well, if I wanted to play a card game, tabletop game, I would just do that. But to me, the way it looks and its presentation, the music, the art, uh, the concept I think is really cool. I really, really like tabletop games and I like RPGs in general. And I think from what I've seen, they've married the two in a really fun way. And I, I think I'm going to have a lot of fucking fun. I'm getting this game day one. Like I've already, like I know I'm getting a day. I just found out about it. I'm getting it day one. Voice of cards looks sick. I love RPGs. I love the way the game looks. I love the concept of it. Um, I'm getting a day one. I'm fucking pumped yeah. for it. And me and you spent, I want to say at least 20 hours of our lives playing D&D. DNB from uh, Bravely Default 2, which yes. is a card game that kind of had a board game element to it as well. Mm -hmm. Owning the board was the way you won that game, and you did it with cards. So, yep. And every card did something different, obviously, and then depending on what's out, they get strengthened or weakened, and they gain more space, more board control, and they might have special effects. There was a whole lot to it. Uh, that game looks like a more flushed-out version of DNB. Like, obviously, they're going to be very different, but it still looks... Like a version of that, like a board game that's also a card game. Yep. So, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm also. I love playing like tabletop games and games with my friends and shit. And yeah. so I'm always looking for an excuse to like homebrew and do some shit. So 
I could easily see myself playing this game, really under getting the mechanics down and just making a game, making it like in real life and playing with my friends or something like, like I love doing shit like that. So yeah, no doubt. What about this, uh, this next game, Disco Elysium? I don't know. You can, I'm sure somebody listening is going to be upset, but I I don't have much to say about it. So I'm watching it right now on on the screen and I do not know what the fuck I'm looking at. I know. I know of the game. I know of it. It's just I'm not interested. Like I don't know. For it doesn't capture me. I I don't have much to say about it. Unfortunately, it's just like oh that game's cool. I know people like it, but it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, this is a, this is not for me. Um, this is not, and it's clearly not for. So this is just not an I am nerd thing at all. Like we're not. Yeah, it's neither, not neither one of us is enthused by this. All right, well, maybe if like move. I have a friend one day, maybe if I go over a friend's house and he has the game and he's like, no, you have to, and he forces me to sit down on his couch and try it. Then, and then I'm like, oh, shit, the game's pretty cool. But at the moment, I have no interest. Yeah, same. Well, the next one, I know you have interest. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Oh, yes. You are a fucking big proponent of these uh, Dynasty Warrior-esque games. They're fucking fun. I, I enjoy Dynasty Warriors. I played the original Dynasty Warriors with Lubu is my main character because I'm an asshole. Um, but I enjoy Dynasty Warrior games. And there's a One Piece version, apparently, that I need to still play. Mm-hmm. And now there's this Hyrule Warriors one that I know you played a lot of. I think you and Anthony. Yep. So I uh, I played Dynasty Warriors when I was younger, but honestly, I never really got into the series. It didn't. I don't know. It didn't hold my interest much. But a good couple years ago now, they released the One Piece Warriors, but it's called uh, Kaizoku Muso. It's just the Japanese name. It's basically just One Piece Pirate Warriors is what it translates to. They released the very first one, One Piece Pirate Warriors, the first one. And this was years ago now. And I got super hyped for it because I'm a giant One Piece fan and there's no One Piece video games. Like, you can go try. Like, there's just not One Piece video games. And the ones that do exist are fucking trash. Like, a lot of the old ones just... I was about to say, there are a ton of One Piece video games. No, there's not. There's not. You mean that there are no good ones. And I agree with you because I watched a video... (laughs) <laughs> of the entire timeline of all of One Piece. So everything that has ever happened for One Piece since One Piece started. I'm talking about mm-hmm. manga, episodes, arcs, and then also all the games that came out when they when they came out. I think I might even send it to you before we did our One Piece, yeah, yeah, our yeah. first, our first of many One Piece episodes. But um, there were a ton of video games and all of them looked horrible for the most part. <laughs> yeah, like, like they're not good. Just full-on rants. Obviously the first <laughs> ones were really, you know, they're a different time. Old, yeah. But even the ones that have come out in recent years, like in the last 10 years, they still looked god awful. Yeah, they I went through a phase where it was like cuz I got really into One Piece. I want to say 2010 is when I got into it. Okay, 2010 or maybe year. 2011. It's the year we met. Um, well, we met 2010, but yeah. Yeah. So, is when I first got into One Piece and then I was just engulfing myself in all of the content. And then I was just trying to play. I was like, there's got to be a One Piece fighting game or something. Yeah. And I went through basically every One Piece game there is. I downloaded emulators and ROMs, allegedly. And uh, <laughs> 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 and but anyway, all the games suck. So to the point of all of this, because I'm off topic on Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is... I really got into the Warriors style games. I'm not really into the Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah, like the originals. The offshoot ones, One Piece Pirate Warriors, yeah. I was super into. And then Hyrule Warriors was really fun. 
And Age of Calamity was fucking amazing. And the cutscenes are great. The characters are great. The gameplay is really fun. I like what they do with it. Uh, their mechanics are really, like, fresh. And there's a lot of people that say, like, it's just a Warriors game. And, like, you can close your eyes and button mash. And that's not really true. Uh, that's not really true for Warriors games either. If you put no, them on hard difficulty, you can't close your eyes and button mash. Like, you'll die. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, the mechanics in Age of Calamity are really fun. I'm really excited for the DLC. The characters look cool. And I think they didn't confirm it, but I'm assuming the last character they're adding is this character named Suga. And it's a crime that he wasn't in the base game. And so I'm, I'm really hoping Suga makes it in. Well, this looks really fun. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I used to play the Dynasty Warrior games with my best friend. We used to do the co-op mode or whatever and go through it. And uh, we played every character. Um, we did everything you could do. Those games get boring so fast, though. Like, they just... Yeah. Like they, they they literally become unplayable after you sit there for like I don't know an hour or two, and then you do the same thing the next day, and it gets it gets boring faster than it did the day before. Mm-hmm. So it kind of degrades. It's not a game that we're like Smash. Every time we get together, we could play Smash for literally four hours straight. Yeah, and for sure. We won't get bored of Smash in three and a half hours the next time we play. Like it doesn't degrade nah. the same way. Whereas I noticed the Dynasty War games, they kind of degrade really quickly. So. What I, I say all this to say, when you nerd out the Dynasty Warrior games, when you make them not actual like Asian history characters and you just make them like fucking anime and other video games, that makes them so much funner to us, at least, at yes. least to our audience, like to you know people like us who like, you know, if there's a Naruto version of these, if there's a Bleach version of these, even a Dragon Ball Z version of these, like I would probably play all of the Dynasty Warrior versions that are animated out. Like yep. honestly, like they They're were super they would, fun. They would be fun. It's like, even a Yu-Gi-Oh one. And I'm thinking about it, where you're fucking, you know, Yami, and you're going through the field with Dark Magician, and you're Kaiba, and you have blue eyes, and he's like wiping the field down from a bunch of Karibos that just keep fucking multiplying or something. I don't Bro, know. Dog, the One Piece one. I remember, like, because you could play as a bunch of characters. I remember the first one that had Alkiji in it. Yes, like, we always talk about this, and I'm like, dude, God damn it, I want to play it so bad. You can like walk in the room. And- you. Dude, and he does Ice Age. And like you fucking freeze the whole room and Yes. Like, and you can oh, start kicking him because he has that it, kick. Yep. You just fucking people or like Kizaru like jumps in the air and he's like uh you know fucking Yagatama or some shit. Yeah. Yatano Magatama or like some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I would play every single one, honestly. If they if they if they consistently started to nerd out Dynasty Warriors like that, then I have no choice but to eventually start picking them up and playing them. Yeah. They're really mm-hmm. fun. So yeah, the, the Zelda one is Age of Calamity is I've spent I think I have I could turn my switch on right now, but I won't. I think I have at least two hundred hours in on it. Uh but it's it's probably more than that. It's probably around two fifty. Um because I didn't stream it, but my partner Aunt Anthony streamed it. Um and I was basically playing it alongside him. So as he's streaming it the whole time, I was just playing it like while also being in, engaged with my own stream, and it was fucking, it's fun. I played the shit out of the game. So more DLC for it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So the next game is a Mario Kart ripoff. Oh, um, Chocobo GP. Chocobo GP. Uh, a lot of people, the first when Nintendo Direct first came out, I was looking at the chat like as it was happening, and everybody was like, "What the fuck? Like, has, <laughs> the, does Nintendo have no shame? Like, this is blatantly just Mario Party with Final Fantasy characters." Which I love Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy more than I love anything Mario. So off the bat, 
this is a better game for me and people who are like me, I guess. But it is literally it's just, just Mario Kart. Mario Kart. And I mean, I cannot stress that they even have the little boxes where you get powers from. It's the yep. exact same concept. It's a it's a random power. It's pretty cool though. To uh it's actually so it's Mario Kart. And we talked about Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart on when we were talking about N64. It's in terms of the powers, it's more akin to Diddy Kong Racing. I don't know if you yes. remember. But in Diddy Kong Racing, you could get like the red balloon, it would give you a missile. If you got another red balloon, it would give you like a, a, a homing missile. And then if you got yeah. a third red balloon, it would give you 10 missiles. Yeah. And so in this, I noticed in the Chocobo GP, you get like a thing and you get fire. And if you save your fire and get another one, you get Fyra. And then if you yep. get another one, you get Faraga. And I was yeah, like, oh, that's that, pretty fucking dope. That is really cool. It rewards you for not just using your powers immediately. Yeah. So, I so, mean, it's obviously going to have its own twist to it, right? Because they... It can be carbon copy, but the skeleton of this game is straight up Mario Party. And cart. with Final Fantasy characters, which I love, again, can't stress that enough. I would love to be Sephiroth on a cart if they, if they allow They're not going to have Sephiroth, dog. They got... <laughs> they got... <laughs> oh, man. Can I dream? Sephiroth is in Smash, first of all. Let, let's be real. Sephiroth is in Smash Sephiroth right has now. a better chance of being in Smash than Chocobo GP. I'll tell you that. All right. All right. Well, maybe, maybe, he won't, maybe he won't. You know what they need to Chocobo do, though? GP. This isn't a Chocobo GP. But I need the next Mario Kart. I've been saying this for 100 years. I need them to add Sonic the Hedgehog to Mario Kart, but he doesn't have a cart. He just runs. That's wild. I'm tired of Sonic being in racing games and him being in a fuck. He's faster than all the cars. That's Sonic wild. doesn't need a car. Put Yo, his ass in his There's shoes. actually a Sonic racing game, too, isn't there? There's I, a Sonic Mario Kart. It's called uh, Sega All-Stars Transformed or something. Yeah. Sega something. Racing, whatever. Yep, something like that. But I've definitely it's, played the Sonic version of Mario Kart as well. And I actually enjoyed it, despite the fact that it is a little strange to see Sonic in a kart when he could get out that shit and blitz he everybody. Dustin fools. Like, I guess he yeah. needs to make it fair, but I That's what know. I think. It's, a, it's for fairness. Also, wow. who's to say that Sonic is he, he might be a little tired of fucking running all the time? Like, what if no, Sonic man. is just like, you think know, about, what? I want to nah, think about how sick it would be, right? You're playing Mario Kart, you know, how you can drift. Yeah, so when Sonic because he's running, when he drifts, he like leans over and like puts his hand down as he like is drifting around the corner. That would be cool, and he's like with his feet you know, and shit. And sparks, you know, it would be yo, cool too. Oh you know, how Sonic in the very old games, his feet used to do that thing where they become circles, like really, yeah, yeah. circles. It would be cool when he drifts, his feet become no circles, and like as yes. he's sliding around, and then when you when you obviously let go of the drift, he fucking shoots forward and runs really fast. Yeah. So or while you're drifting, do. or while you're drifting, like specifically when you go in the drift, Sonic balls up and he's like, oh, that, well, that's the best one. That's <laughs> yeah, the best one. That's the Sonic balls one. up, and yeah, then that's just when the you let go. Boom! He just like, yeah. did, oh my god! And there's a way for you to go supersonic or something, dude. It'd be why I don't understand, guys. Stop making Sonic racing games and putting him in a fucking car. He's so sick. Let him just maybe run. it could be a skin because I feel like he does for the sake of fairness and because I think that Sonic should be allowed to not be on his feet all day. Like I'm tired, boss. Sonic probably worked a really long time. Nah, man, you get, listen, listen. All right, go out and do what you're paid to do. <laughs> I don't, I don't give a fuck. I just I'm tired fast. of these celebrities and sports stars being like, I'm tired, bitch. You got sixty million dollars. Go out there and shoot hoops. I just want to go fast. Me too. That's why I want them to run. <laughs> if you're if you're uh if you're watching this video or you're on any kind of platform where you can comment, please put in the in the comments. I want to go fast. All right. So <laughs> the next thing is the final Smash character for Smash Ultimate 
is being announced on October 5th, which is actually next week. Yep. Is it next week or the... So yeah, no, it is, yeah, this this Friday is October first. Yeah. Yep. So it is 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 one week from yeah. So uh, there's a lot of speculation on who it could be, but Kenny and I and our group have determined that there is no actual way to know who the fuck it's going to be. We can all guess, yeah. but at this it's point, all just guess and speculation. The DLC for Smash Ultimate has been some of the most insane DLC for a fighting game that I've ever seen. Like. We've had Noctis and Tekken. We've had Link and Soul Calibur. We've had all types of shit before. We have never seen the Mugen that Smash Ultimate has become, where you have Sephiroth and fucking all these Fire Emblem characters, and you have Banjo-Kazooie and fucking Steve. Steve, Steve like Steve, and Pirate what? and Mithra. <laughs> and Kazooie, come on. Kazuya, Kazuya dog. Like, Smash has become Mugen. And Kazuya Mishima. Versus it's actually insane Steve to even try to Man. guess. It's impossible. You can't guess this. So we can all speculate. I would like it to be Sora or Shadow the Hedgehog or. Yeah, apparently, you know how people. Apparently, there's been leaks that have dropped that a lot of people are saying it's Sora, but there's leaks all the time of saying shit. It's been Sora since day one. It's also yeah. been Chun Li since day one, too. Everyone yeah, was every- saying you can't have Ryu without having Chun Li. And I, I don't know who made that rule by the way. Like, who, who That's says a terrible. That? It's a terrible. Who, who made that up? It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. But the other thing is that they're not doing Chun Li now. Uh, Kazuya was the last character revealed, and Kazuya is already a fucking Shoto, basically a character who auto turns around and is from another fighting game. They're not putting right after Kazuya. Chun- they're not following Kazuya with Chun Li. They're just not. Chun Li's not. Chun Li's not making it. Yeah, Chun Li will not be in Smash Ultimate. Sorry, guys. Except stop. maybe a fucking trophy, but she Chun Li is not. The last character, I don't think, is going to be from a fighting game. No. I'm just no. going to throw that out there. I think it's going to be someone that we just have no idea. You're hoping that it's not a Pokemon. or like I don't want Pokemon. it to be. Man, I, I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I, uh, I'm actually... I got my Game Boy SP right here with Pokemon Red in it. I am re-going through Pokemon Red right now for the purpose of playing Pokemon Stadium and doing all the Pokemon Stadium stuff. I'm playing Red. I'm going to be playing Gold and Silver, Pokemon Stadium 2. I'm a huge diehard Pokemon fan, uh, and nothing would disappoint me more than if the last Smash character was a new Pokemon. Just because yeah. we got a lot of Pokemon in the game, and like I feel like they covered their bases. And if they... I'm going to be honest, I don't like a lot of the Sword and Shield Pokemon. If they add fucking Urushifu or whoever, I don't fucking want him in the yeah. game. Also, don't, don't add Urushifu or whatever the fuck You and I is. counted recently, but the most represented characters in all of Smash Ultimate are actually from Pokemon. Yes. There's like more Pokemon, Pokemon than Fire Emblem. Yeah, I thought Fire Emblem was number one. It's a close second. Don't get me wrong. It's a close second. But the the, the most characters in the game are actually from Pokemon. I think there's like 12 Pokemon total in a game. If you count all three of the different Pokemon trainer wands and everything. But uh, at the end of the day, there are more Pokemon in Ultimate as playable characters than there are of anyone else in any other genre. So... I don't see it being a Pokemon. I'm hoping it's not a Pokemon. I don't think that that would be too exciting, especially because Mewtwo's already in it. So, like, I don't really know how yeah. much more exciting you can get from Mewtwo. I don't know. In order for the la- if if the last character was a Pokemon, the only way it would be exciting, at least to me, is if it was a a Pokemon trainer stop where it's like, oh, it's actually three characters. Like they were like, it's okay. Three- well, if, if the last character was three characters, like okay, Pokemon well, Trainer, then I'd be like, all right, fine, hype, three characters. If, well, if it's red, if it's just fucking red, 
<laughs> then that's just wild. Because right, you man. know it's going to be a power corrupt ass Pokemon trainer. Like, imagine Red. Who who does Red have on his team? Red. Well, I mean, there's multiple iterations. In terms of like the original manga, he uses like fucking Poliwhirl and Clefairy, some random shit. Yeah. But so whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, like Char, like the the Pokemon trainer we have basically is already Red, like Charizard, obviously, or Squirtle. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, his would be evolved because he's not like Ash. But yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. If they added some OD shit though, like. I'm trying I to feel think. like all DLCs except Banjo are just OP as fuck. For the most part, they run the tier list. Like Sephiroth is top tier, Pyramithers top tier, Joker's the best character in the game. Byleth has been winning tournaments constantly because the best player in the world plays the character. And even though people think that Byleth is somehow a mid tier, I don't know how much longer we can continue to believe that. I think if- here's the thing: MK Leo is obviously amazing at Smash. He's right? a guy. You can't you can't say he's not. He's amazing. Here's the thing, though. If Byleth sucked, he wouldn't win tournament. Like, as good as MKLeo is... He also wouldn't play the character, though. Yeah. Like, so two things on that note. Exactly. Like, he wouldn't play it, but also if Byleth sucked, he wouldn't win. Because MKLeo's good, but he's not so right. many leagues better than Tweak and the other players right, that he can just right. beat them with a low tier. Like, that's right. not the case. Right. Like, he, he can't disrespect Tweak with a low tier. Yeah, that's not happening. So, Byleth is good, whether you like it or not. Uh... So I think that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for the character, whoever it is. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, a lot of people, no matter who they announce, there's always going to be the crowd. That's oh, someone's going to be butthurt. Yeah, there's going to be a butthurt crowd because their fucking character didn't get put in the game. And, you know, people uh-huh. want certain people. They want certain characters. And the reality can, is there's only so much space. Yeah, I hate I that. Got I don't even play Minecraft. Minecraft is not my game. I didn't grow up with it, right? But when... I, when they added Steve, when I saw the Steve trailer, I got I popped off as if I grew up with Minecraft. And the reason why is because I just thought it was so cool that they added Steve. Steve, if you people don't realize how big Minecraft is, that's an indie game. That's what that wasn't a triple A game. That was made by a guy. Um and it became this gigantic juggernaut of a game. But there's kids that grew up with it. Like there's kids that are there's people that are like 22 now who when they were 10 like started playing Minecraft. So Steve, yeah. for those people were like, that was their banjo kazooie, so to speak, or whatever. Yeah. And so I got excited for all these other because I didn't care about Steve or whatever, but I don't know. I was just really hyped that he was in the game. I thought it was really cool. It like completed this package. Honestly, whoever they add, I will probably be excited as long as it pleases yeah. the fan base. And also like, nothing will excite you more than Kazuya, because that's like your shit. Dude, Kazuya, well, I mean, I I'd I'd probably premature ejaculate if it actually was Sora. Um, right. <laughs> like, if it was actually Sora, I'd probably, like, I don't know, I'd change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm disregarding. I don't want to be disappointed, so I'm going to completely disregard the Sora thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this, though. Let's just throw out who, who like, your top three. So mine is going to be uh, I really want Shadow the Hedgehog. I would, I would not... So Shadow the Hedgehog is like my number one who I would really like to be in the game. I want mm-hmm. a Sonic that is not gay as hell. I just want a Sonic that is not lame as fuck to play against. And that will really make me happy because Sonic and Ultimate is so fucking lame. The way his the way his playstyle is just hit and run. I, I can't stand it. I would like Shadow to be more of like a actual fighter and not corny. Um, I feel like you can't get that with Shadow. I feel like you gotta have Knuckles for that. I feel like I Shadow would... 
feel like Shadow would play like a little bitch too. No, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you put that on Shadow. Shadow's a black hedgehog. I'm standing up for this fucking hedgehog, goddammit. Shadow is cool as shit. No one can take that away from him. Anyway, uh, I would really like Raiden from the Metal Gear series. He is sick. technically another sortie, but he could also he has hands. He would yeah, be cool as shit, I think. Like you, you can see that, right? Like he, Raiden would be a cool as DLC. Like let's. He's not that. allowed in because he was in PlayStation All Stars, though. Oh, was he? Yeah, and that game sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been many attempts, but none of them have taken the crown. Um, Raiden would be a, a good number nah, two. Raiden would stick And for number three, I mean, Sora's fine. Like I'm, I'm pretty much fine with any. Like I don't, I don't. I'll just leave it at two. Two is fine for me. Like Shadow, Raiden, I'm good. Uh, okay, so. Uh, there's so many characters and I'd be happy with a lot of them. Uh, so my three are kind of simple. I think um, maybe there's actually something I would like more, but I just can't think of it. Oh, well, I know you no. want a, a villain from fire emblem. I know you want that. Yeah, but I'm not getting that. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. Like if I could get a villain from fire emblem, um, that'd be amazing. I think the black Knight would be such a top tier pick, but yeah, I'm not going to put him in my top three because Fire Emblem is currently pretty well represented. So yeah, the second most um, represented, more than Mario. I would say Isaac from Golden Sun. Um, I know okay. he's not getting in. I know he's an assist trophy, but oh yeah. So the, the, so those are my two honorable mentions because they don't have a chance of getting in. Waluigi. Isaac and uh, and Black Knight. But okay. in terms of people that I do think could maybe have a chance, um, I still am pulling for Rayman. I think Rayman would be cool. Um, yep. He's a he's a cool classic character. Uh, Nintendo and Ubisoft are on really good terms. Ubisoft just made that Starlink game that has a whole Star Fox like storyline in it. Um, so Nintendo and Ubisoft are on good terms. I think Rayman would be a great fit for Smash. He'd fit right in with Mega Man and Pac Man and fucking Mario, Luigi, etc. Yeah, uh, Banjo. Um, I do think Waluigi. I know it's become a meme, but I still think Waluigi would be a great pick. Uh, I think in general, Waluigi's not a hype final character, but due to the lore that Waluigi has surrounding Smash, I think he would be hype. Yes. Um, so Waluigi. A lot of people have wanted him. Yep. Yeah. And he completes the main reason I've wanted Waluigi is since Brawl. And it's just because I feel like like Wario needs his homie. Like Smash is a four player game. I mean, now it's eight players, but it's a four player game. You can do 2v2. Like, I would love to see Mario and Luigi versus Wario and Waluigi. You know what I mean? That'd be so sick. Uh, or I even, agree. and then, then you can mix it up. You could do Luigi and Waluigi versus Mario and Wario. Anyway. Um, I, I agree. And then the third, my third would be Goofy from Kingdom Hearts, because I think it'd be fucking hilarious if specifically Goofy, not from Disney, but from Kingdom Hearts made it in. And <laughs> I and, that would be the funniest you thing. You are violence. <laughs> you always have to throw in fucking violence. Do you understand what you're saying? Do you want the Nintendo building bomb? Is that what you want? Do you want arson? Are you calling for fucking arson? You're calling for arson. I want you to realize this that this is a, on this podcast, you've just called for violence and arson specifically <laughs> on the Nintendo building. That's what you just did. You just said Goofy from Kingdom Hearts. Like, don't do this. Don't don't do this. Could you this imagine so if it had like if Goofy's little, you know, the little player symbol, yeah, yeah, yeah. If his symbol was like a keyblade, like yeah. it's like, and it just, he's like, oh, oh so you're God. next, um, Sora. And he has like, a shield. He has a fucking shield from Kingdom Hearts. He'll specifically have like Sora voice lines. Like, <laughs> don't 
give up, Sora. I'm like, Sora is nowhere to be found. Like, yes. Sora's in his final smash. Sora will be the same as uh, Pyra Mithra. They have the main character from that game on the yeah, side. in the background. Yeah, like they're never actually playable. They're just kind of on the side. Sora's like, Goofy. Yeah, you're <laughs> terrible. Um, that would be awful. And <laughs> I did not condone that. I just realized who my third is, though. I, I really fuck. We did the Nintendo 64 episode. I would love Conquer, honestly. Dude, I would lose my... The thing with Conquer is that I know that we have, like, Metal Gear Solid, it's rated M, but at least I think it is. Um, but Conquer is really rated M. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I know we have Metal Gear Solid is rated M, but um, <laughs> Conquer is real. Like, Conquer is about that life. <laughs> He said Conquer is really like he said Conquer is really rated him. Like it's a different level. I don't, there, there I don't is, know if they is. can get him. Yeah, you you might be right. I keep forgetting that this is a Nintendo game we're talking about here. <laughs> like this is not uh all right. Well, let's move on. We spent a lot of time on the Smash last character and everything, and we already yeah. had a Smash Bros. episode. We're gonna have another episode on Smash and stuff like that. So we'll we'll talk more about this at a later at a later date. Uh the next game got me hype as fuck. And I love that we just did our N64 episode because a lot of things that we talked about have kind of come forward mm-hmm. in this Nintendo Direct. For example, yeah. this new Kirby game, The Forgotten <sighs> Land, which is a fucking open world Kirby game. I cannot wait because Crystal Shards was the last Kirby game I played. I'm sure there's been a Kirby game since then, but I haven't played them. Th- this this will bring me back to Kirby. I'm, and it's also cool because it went from Smash to Kirby. And if you don't know, because I just found this out myself, but Sakurai, the guy who pretty much made Smash Bros., is also the creator of Kirby. Yep, so yep. I thought that was a nice little transition they did. I'm just, like, respecting the editing, I guess. But I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah. Th- this game looks uh, amazing. The Forgotten Land, Kirby. When the trailer started, when the trailer first started, I was I was kind of confused because I got Link's Awakening vibes. Like, F- I don't know, not maybe, I don't remember. I just know that I saw, like, an island and trees and shit, and I was like, I got a Link's Awakening vibe, and I know there's already a Link's Awakening remake. But then when I realized it was Kirby, I got really hyped. Like yeah. I, if, it just felt good. Like Kirby is one of those games that makes me feel warm inside. Like yep. he just, it just feels good to see that boy running around. Doing I also stuff. love how he just shows up face down on the beach. Yeah. He just, he just face down covered in sand. He's so adorable. Oh, I'm watching it right now. I love him. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby's the juice. I'm, I'm really excited for forgotten. That's a day one buy for me. Same. Um, we will be playing this at the same time. I also want to eat everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally want to eat. I hope that everything can be absorbed. Like I hope that there's a power for everything you consume. Yeah, I know that there's like really vanilla enemies that yeah. when you eat them, you don't get a power. They're just mainly for spitting at other people. Yeah. But other than that, like yeah, the fact that it's an open world Kirby game, there's going to be powers confirmed. Yep. You're going to be running around. It's I'm excited. Yeah, they they showed the warp star, which is really cool. I've you know, also, I like the theming of it. Like, it's supposed to be like I like how they make it sound all mysterious. Like, oh, he's in this forgotten land. This this is a mysterious land abandoned by its people or whatever. And it's like it's just Earth. Like, it's a you know what I mean. Like, I don't is know. I, it it cool. I mean, it looks like Earth. Like, it, he he's like in a city. He's like okay. running around in a, like an abandoned city. Yeah, like um, as a mall uh, and shit. Yeah, yeah, and it it kind of looks Mario esque to me too, though. That'd like. Be like not literally, but I don't know. Some, the aesthetic of this looks very Mario like. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just looks it looks very Mario like almost as though there's a there's a not a mushroom kingdom but some other kingdom that was abandoned. But yeah, it is blatantly a city, and Kirby's in a mall. 
<laughs> Kirby's just in a mall. This comes out spring 2022. So we'll have this in six months. Damn. I don't like how good Frazier is at math. Well, I just figured there's three months left in this year and three months until spring after that. So, right. I, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Like I said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. What's next? Oh, Animal Crossing DLC. I don't really... I'm not an Animal Crossing fan, but I'll let you speak to that if you play Animal Crossing. I I like Animal Crossing. I haven't played the Switch one. Um, just because... The, okay, so my history with Animal Crossing is the one I played the most was the DS one, the original DS one, not the 3DS one. And I sunk an untold amount of hours into it. Animal Crossing is a very busy game, I guess. Like, it's really fun. You can really get absorbed in it and spend a lot of time in it. And it's a very day-to-day type game. Uh, and I enjoy it. But it does take a lot of your time. And it rewards you for playing a lot, right? Yeah, it does. And it's just, it's also a game that you kind of just get immersed in. Like, you really do get immersed in. Like, I remember legitimately feeling connected to, like, my neighbors in the game. But I didn't get New Horizons uh, when it came out on the Switch, mainly because I didn't feel like I had the time to play it. Uh, And I do feel like I missed out. Like, I wish I did get it, but I I also just know I wouldn't have had the time to play it. So anyway, that said, I didn't play the Switch one. I Almost all of my friends do play the Switch one, though. And it's an amazing game. Uh, The things they've changed... The things they've upgraded in the formula have been really good, and I'm excited to see what the DLC is because I follow the Animal Crossing news, even though I don't play the new game, just because it's it's a really charming game. Yeah, I know a lot of people who do play Animal Crossing, and they fucking lose their lives to it, which is fine. Do whatever makes you happy. I'm a big proponent of that. That actually might be the catchphrase for the end of the episodes. I kind of like saying that. I said that on Facebook this week, and a lot of people just commented like, honestly, yes, do whatever makes you happy. It was about the iPhone because I bought the iPhone 13, but it doesn't do anything different from my iPhone 12. Yeah, but I said buying the new iPhone every year just makes me happy. Like it, that's all it is. It just makes me happy. And honestly, and that it makes you happy. Then if Animal Crossing makes people happy, then fucking by all means, go crazy over this new Animal Crossing DLC. I hope that you guys enjoy it a lot. Um, I've never played an Animal Crossing game because, like, like Kenny said, they are a pretty big time sink, and I don't have the time between, especially now being a content creator, it's much harder to find time for certain things. So um, I won't be, I will not be playing Animal Crossing anytime soon, but you guys enjoy that. Yeah. And it's not a game that you can quickly get into. Like it's easy to sell. Like if Frazier never played Kingdom Hearts, let's just say, and I was like, Frazier, you got to try this, this game. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a game that you can quickly get into. Like you, you start it and you're doing action shit. Animal Crossing is not a game you can quickly get into. You got to turn, you got to like put a couple hours into it. Like it's not a game that can catch you immediately. So it's just, it's a bit of a commitment, but they're really fun, charming games. Yeah. Uh, The next game is Mario Golf. Yeah, the DLC, right? Yeah, DLC for Mario Golf. I've never played, uh, I don't think I've ever played the Mario Golf game. I'm not a golf fan in general. I've never, never have been. It's one of the most boring sports to me. So, that's not my cup of tea. That's why you smack some Mario on it. They had the not they had the Mario nonsense. Yes. Now I know it's gonna be fun as fuck because like you said, they slapped the Mario stuff on it. And that just that immediately makes all sports game tennis, volleyball, all that shit becomes way better because it's Mario. Like, don't get me wrong, I get it. I totally understand that. But yeah. uh, I just don't have any I don't know, no desire to really play a Mario golf game. That's just not me either. For me, Mario Golf is a party game. I don't have it, but I want to get it, but when I saw it, I was like, this game looks really fun, 
but I'm not super sold on it. And if I don't it see on, if it goes on sale, I'll, I might pick it up. But it's like yeah. a party game. And my thing is, I like getting party games because when I when I go see all my family on Thanksgiving or Christmas, and we have like all of our cousins over and shit, yeah. it's fun to like hook up the Switch and just like play some shit. That sounds uh, amazing. When you put it that way, I agree. Like stuff like yeah. that because I've done that with family before, or like even other people's families. I've been at many Thanksgivings and Christmases and shit with other people's families, and I I do enjoy that specifically playing party yep. games with family and everyone is just kind of competing and doing their own little thing and it's you yeah. know it's fun that's that's the big draw for those games um like warioware for example that just recently came out i'm really disappointed that that doesn't have online play but the mini games and the party game aspect of it is so fun that i look forward to having like get-togethers and just playing warioware with people yeah uh for like two hours and then playing like another game yeah uh, the next game is Disney Magical World 2. Do you want to skip this? No, we can't skip it only because, speaking of the Smash invite thing, so many people got baited, and I laughed so fucking hard. Because the trailer opens up with Mickey Mouse <laughs> receiving a letter with a red stamp on it. So many fucking people thought it was a Smash invite. I laughed. This is cruel. This is cruel. Dude. The trailer opens up with like a letter with the red Floating stamp, in front of Mickey, and yeah. Mickey has it. And people on Reddit or wherever lost their. Oh, if you mind just watch the Nintendo Direct again it. and look at the comments at that time, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. People were ready for Sora or ready for Mickey. Dog, that shit is so funny to me. Other than that, though, the game looks like a nothing game to me. Yeah, uh, wait, it's not from we're yeah, we're done with it. outside of the troll, the little troll yeah. aspect of it. We're yeah. So Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is being ported over to the Switch, I guess, because this is an old yeah. game. Yeah, that game's old. Uh it's a it's an iconic game, apparently, though. A lot of people enjoyed it when it was out 20 years ago. Uh but it's coming out on the Switch was, now, so you guys was, will have that. That was just rude. I don't know the way you said it. <laughs> <laughs> it had a certain thing to it. <laughs> oh man, what's what is this? Is this Dying Light 2? Is that next? Yeah, yeah. Dying Light 2, I once again, uh, I know that people really like Dying Light 1. I'm not really into it. In general, I don't like first-person games. I think Dying Light would be much more interesting if it was third-person. There's yeah. a lot of parkour in that game, and parkour is really sick. But once again, I'm more of a third-person thing, especially if I'm doing parkour. I this like is, this is motion sickness, the game. Yeah, it's not, it's not really for me. Also... Dying Light 2, it's hard for me to be excited for it because it got it announced like f- fucking six years ago or something. And I just don't like when games get announced and then they take fucking 20 years to come out. I, I yeah. just start to kind of, my interest wanes. Yeah, I mean, that's, that was us with Kingdom Hearts 3. 12 years in the making. And, it's uh, true. After a while, we started to consider it to be vaporware. Like That's true. Something that would never come out. If you at least in the case of Kingdom Hearts, they, they at least held me over with other Kingdom Hearts games. That's true. A lot came out, even if it was the same game being repackaged and sold to you at full price over and over again. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rude I'm so, again. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I no, it's just rude. I'm so sorry. Why don't you put so, the hat on and just becomes the rudest? I am so sorry. Uh, all right. Triangle Strategies next. And I am excited about this because it looks <sighs> like Octopath Traveler. It has the exact same yep. graphics as Octopath Traveler. So I'm assuming that the same people created this game are like, yeah, it's being made by Square Enix. This is Square Enix. So it, it, it gives that vibe. And we just played Bravely Default 2 for like over 100 hours. Mm-hmm. I could easily see us getting really, really big in the triangle strategy. Um, 
You already know I love strategy games. This is a strategy RPG game, so I know you'll like it. I'm going to attempt to play it because I, I almost missed out on Octopath. Like, I didn't play it when it first came out. And I don't even know who told me to play it, but I'm glad that I did is what I'm saying. Octopath yep. is so good. I don't, I don't, I don't know what people say about it. I don't really care. I don't really read reviews about Octopath and stuff like that. But the game is phenomenal. If you like RPGs, especially classic RPGs, turn-based, um, it's really good. This this looks really, really cool. The graphics look amazing on Triangle Strategy. Oh, so and I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for a game like this. March 4th, 2022. So this this will come out. And then spring 2022 will happen and we'll have like Kirby or whatever. Mm. So I'm actually, so pumped for you to play this game. I mean, I'm obviously going to play it. I'm going to play the shit out of it. Yeah. And, but I'm really pumped for you to play it because I know you don't really play many strategy games. I, don't. I think, first of all, I already love strategy games in general. And what I've played of the demo of this, it was really fun. What I'm seeing from the trailer, the fact that something I love, and this is what Octopath 2, is that they release the demo and then they, they receive a ton of feedback. And they actually implement the feedback and even announced that they implemented the feedback. Like the trailer that they showed in the direct was like like showing all the feedback they've received and that they're that they implemented it. Um Triangle Strategy looks amazing. It's a strategy game made by Square Enix, graphic style of Octopath. Um and they've got it looks like they actually do have like a branching story, different endings type thing. Uh you make different decisions that have a real impact on how the plot plays out. Uh, and that became evident even in the demo. Like your decisions really do have impact on the way the plot plays out and like certain characters that are available to you. So Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm excited for that. All right. So the next thing is Metroid Dread. And this game is coming out like now, right? Yeah, this game comes out I think like in a week or two. Yeah, it comes out really, really soon. But uh if people are excited to play a Samus again and here you go. This is another Metroid game. And this is not the only Metroid game that's coming out there, right? Isn't there another one being developed? Yeah, so Metroid Prime 4 got announced a while ago, but it's had a rocky development. They, But something a lot of people respect about Nintendo is that they they came out and admitted it. They were like, hey, we we had development for Metroid Prime 4 going, but the it was rocky and we completely changed the developer. So like the people that were working on it, they just got rid of them and got a brand new set of people to work on it because they just... I guess they weren't happy with what was happening. So it kind of, it basically its development got reset. Um, yeah. But anyway, so we're getting Metroid Dread in the meantime, which shouldn't be viewed as in the meantime, because it is an, a, the official next step in Samus's story. It's, it's technically Metroid 5 it is the fifth one in the storyline from the original Metroid games, going from like Metroid, Super Metroid, Metroid Zero, I think is a, I think Metroid Zero is a remake of one. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's like Metroid, Super Metroid. There's uh, Metroid Fusion. Metroid Dread takes place after Fusion. What about Metroid Prime? Is that one, is one so Prime is... Metroid Prime, Prime 2, Prime 3, and then Prime 4 is um, not separate. I'm not a, the, the exact timeline yeah, aficionado, yeah, yeah. but the Prime games are obviously part of Metroid, but... They're not. I don't. I don't think they're directly part of the original. Okay. Metroid storyline. That's fine. This game looks amazing, uh, though. Dread I'm is. looking at it right now, and we've seen the trailer for Metroid Dread before. It it looks so good. The, the gameplay looks fucking great. I love classic Metroid. I personally am a bigger fan of classic Metroid than the Prime games. The Prime games yeah. are amazing, and they're the ones that most people I think talk about. But classic <laughs> Metroid yeah. style 
is more my style. Yeah, people like that first person shoot 'em up type of game. But yeah, me and you like more of the platformer Mega Man style. Like that's yep. this is more of us. Yeah. Something really cool that they showed off, and apparently they've been doing it. I didn't know until this direct. They have like lore logs on the website. You can go to the Metroid Prime website, and there's like lore and history that you can read up. They talk about how they released like one of the lore logs. They talk about how you know the the planet that you're exploring might have been the home world of the Chozo, and they just talk about all this different lore in the trailer. And they show you that on the Metroid Dread website, they've been releasing like logs. Um weekly or something like that to give backstory and history on the world and the game that we're about to be jumping into. So I thought that was really interesting. Agreed. I agree. So I'm looking at the logs just came up on the Nintendo direct as you were saying that, and they had logs one through seven. Yeah. I'm excited for Metro dread. I've never played a Metro game before, but that actually looks like something that I wouldn't mind playing if I could find it on the open sea. And uh, <laughs> maybe I will. So <laughs> the next thing is huge. This is just, I wasn't, I don't know. I guess I was expecting this, but not yet. Uh, the Nintendo 64 is basically being ported to the Switch. Yes. And this is great because Kenny and I just talked about Star Fox and original Smash and Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time and all all of that stuff. Banjo-Kazooie, whatever. Like all of the amazing games, Diddy Kong Racing, all the amazing games that have come out on uh, Nintendo 64 and even some Sega games are coming out too. It looks like they have like Galaga and shit. Yeah, they announced uh, Sega Genesis is going to be coming with it. Yes, Streets of Rage, which I grew up on. Like that is literally one of my first ever games that I played because like the first system I ever I ever touched was a Sega Genesis. So seeing this is crazy. And then I don't know. I'm really excited because Majora's Mask. I kind of want to play it again. I haven't played that as nearly as much as Ocarina of Time. So even though Ocarina of Time is coming out, again, I probably won't play it because I've played that game way too much as a kid. But Majora's Mask, I want to go back to that. So I'm excited for the fact that that is coming out on this. And for the list of games that are coming out at launch, they have Super Mario 64, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Sin and Punishment, Dr. Mario 64, Mario Tennis 64, Winback, and Yoshi Story. Mm-hmm. Those are the and, launch games. And then we're getting also Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Kirby 64 to Crystal Shards. We talked about that. Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero X. So if you wanted to enjoy Mario Golf but didn't want to pay $60 for the new one, play the 64 one. That's true. That's um, true. So Is there I'm, anything about pricing on this? Like, Do we know so how this works? I'm going to give you my, my good and bad right now. I When this first got – I got fucking – I popped off. When, I, when the trailer started and I heard the horse, I immediately knew. Like, all I heard was the horse from the from the Ocarina of Time intro. And I was like, holy shit, they're adding 64 to the Nintendo Switch online service. Damn, like, I, mean, just, I heard the horse and I was like, oh, I'm, shit. I believe it because that's that's you. Like, that is you are that person. Yeah. So I popped the fuck off, right? And I got really excited. And I love the games that they're adding. I love that they already confirmed they're adding more. And that, you know, we're going to get games as, as it happens. Um. My slight downside with it, though, and the, the part that sort of annoyed me, and I feel like it, it, it's like I'm going to pay for it, but whatever. I don't like that they announced that or they said that it basically it's going to be a little bit more expensive than the current Nintendo Switch Online plan. Now, granted, the Switch Online plan is dirt fucking cheap. It is. I think the family plan is like fucking, I don't know, like $20 a year or something. I pay $20 a year right now for Nintendo Online. 
So not only is it $20 a year, you can share it with seven people. So I literally have the Nintendo Switch family plan shared with seven of my friends. So it's 20 divided by seven is how much I pay a year. So it's not a big deal. But I I guess I was just a little annoyed that they were like, it's going to be more expensive. Because I feel like, especially now that the Switch is like four years old, it should just be added to the plan that we've already been paying for. Because at the end of the day, I love the Super Nintendo and the NES. But... Specific, especially the NES. The NES is cool, but a lot of those games are hard to play. Where Super Nintendo, those games aged a lot better. Uh, I don't know. My point is, people aren't fucking excited for for All Star Golf Wrestling on on the NES. Um, yeah, and we we've been paying it for four years. I thought it would be cool if they just added to the existing plan. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, that said, they haven't announced the pricing yet. As long as the pricing isn't ridiculous, then yeah. I'm fine with it. But Agreed. I'm still super excited. One I thing they Golden need to X. do, though, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. They need to add Game Boy games to the Nintendo Switch Online. Add fucking Pokemon Red and Blue or whatever. Add Pokemon Stadium to the 64 thing and make it so you can do Pokemon Red. Like I was saying earlier, you can connect like through Nintendo Switch Online Pokemon Red, po- Nintendo Switch Online Pokemon Stadium, and actually have them connect and work together. They already confirmed Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis had Game Boy compatibility with the Game Boy Mario Tennis game. And just add that compatibility through the Nintendo Switch Online. It'd be amazing. And they can do it. I know they can because allegedly, not that I would know this, emulators can already do it. Not that I would know that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. But I see, I see Golden Axe, which is a game from my childhood as well on the Genesis side of this. And I also see Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is also a oh, game. Oh, shit. I didn't notice that. That's cool. Did that, I mean, I guess if they have Sonic 2, Sonic 1's there is too, as well, right? I have to assume, but the picture I'm looking at doesn't have it on it, but I have to assume that Sonic, the, the first Sonic is on there as well. Sonic 2 was really iconic to me because that was the first one where I started playing a Super Sonic with the, the cheat code or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Robotnik at the end of the game was in a big-ass robot, and if you mm. touch any part of it, you die, but you have to like kind of jump on his chest specifically and hit him. So it was a whole thing. Really hard for me to do as a kid. Very, very hard to do as a kid. But when I finally did beat him and he runs away, you have to chase him and he still gets mm-hmm. away. I, st- I love that. Like, I love that entire, that feeling as a really young kid beating the game and beating one of the hardest bosses or whatever. Um, Sonic is just, like I said, Sonic was my Mario. I didn't grow up on Mario at all. I grew up on Sonic. And that n- nostalgia, as soon as I hear, you know, the Green Hill Zone, like that, the music, even when I hear it in Smash Ultimate, when we're fighting, I almost can't even fight correctly because of how the the amount of nostalgia that just kind of like seeps into my body when that song plays is insane. It's so much. It just brings me back to a time when nothing in life mattered. Um, but yeah, yeah not, to get all, not to get all. No, deep. I feel you. I mean, to be that's how I felt. Like I said, when I heard the horse, it's fucked up that I on I can I hear. I specifically know, like, that's the Ocarina of Time menu horse. Like, <laughs> what? Like, there's a way that it comes on where it's like, oh shit, that's the like that's the Ocarina of Time horse. Like, it's kind the of menu. the same ability. So, every, I mean, everyone knows I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh player. Played it for a very long time. I was telling my friends how if I see a slight edge of a Yu-Gi-Oh card, I'm talking about the slightest part of a Yu-Gi-Oh card, something that obviously I've played with, not any of these new cards, but like if you show me the edge of Witch of the Black Forest, for example, I would know what it is immediately. Like I, mm-hmm. I from seeing you don't the, cards, see the whole card, you don't I don't have to see it. There's actually trivia where people kind of post um just a part of a card, like a like a just a slither of it. 
and they're like, what? Like it, it'll be ten of them lined up, and you have to guess—not really guess, but you have to know what all of them are. And I can, I probably would be able to do that shit perfectly for the first ten years of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are relevant. Now, if you start pulling out shit from packs that was never played and yeah, never yeah. saw the light of day, then obviously I'm not going to get it. But like playable cards, I just only need to see a slither of them, and it, it's kind of like what you're saying—you knew the horse immediately was from ocarina time because you've you've played it probably so fucking much yep that you yep. heard that but if they like, showed oh, you fucking winged cretin number four no idea <laughs> like now if you show if you show me spear cretin i would actually know what that i would know that card like i would know what the edge of that card i would actually know but if you yeah. showed if you if you started pulling out like some random stuff then it's like all right whatever uh, but yeah i'm excited for this they also announced they're making the original controllers for the genesis and the n64 which is funny because yeah. As essentially pro controllers for the Switch. Yes, and they're... yes, I know why it's funny. Why is it Fraser funny? Why is it funny, Fraser? Whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> no, now it's whatever the fuck my name is. <laughs> well, I'll just say this. So I just thought it was funny that, uh, you know, I shot on that controller. I still stand by it. The N64 controller is just awful. But they made it wireless. And you're going to be able to play it with all of the N64 games. Although I'm sure you could just use a pro controller, which. Yeah, you can I'm... just use a pro controller, but. I'm trying to want. I'm wondering though, what what will you? You're a Nintendo fanboy, so it might be this might not be the right person to ask. But I wonder what a regular person would they really spend sixty dollars on these? These controllers are expensive, by the way. Nah, those controllers are going to be for idiots like me. Okay, because I was about I to say I don't think people are going to buy them. I, I don't think go near. Them. I wouldn't go near those controllers. They are <laughs> so outrageously expensive, and I do love the. I actually have a I, I bought a Pro controller with my Switch, sixty dollar purchase. I don't know. Is it more than that? Anyway, it, no, it's, it's like amazing. fifty or sixty. Yeah, yeah. I think I pay sixty. It's an amazing controller. Like I love the the Nintendo <clears> Pro <throat> controller is actually really really good. I do Great. not see myself ever wanting to hold voluntarily an N sixty four controller or a Sega Genesis controller, outside of nostalgia purposes, I guess. But like, yeah, honestly, I, I just I think they're, I think it's cool. Like they released the they did this uh, essentially a Pro controller variant of the SNES and the NES yeah. controller. So you knew that was coming too, then. Yeah, so I knew that was coming, and I haven't bought those yet just because I just haven't, but I do want them. A big problem, though, is just scalpers, man. Like, people just buy the fucking stock and then try to resell it for, like, $200. I mean, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But I actually do really want the 64, like, more than all of the other ones. I want the 64 controller pro controller because uh, I, I just, the Nintendo 64 was my first console that I truly, truly sunk. Like, the SNES is the console, like, I was born into the world and that console was in my house, and I grew up playing Donkey Kong Country and Super Mario World. But the Nintendo 64 is the first console where, like, I was already alive, I got it at Christmas, and, like, I really grew up with it. Um, so I, I think I'm definitely going to try to get the the 64 Pro Controller. Alright. Well, I do want to read a funny article. <laughs> Here we go. So I'm, about, I'm about to hear some bullshit. Oh, I'm about to read a funny article from 2002. The article was titled, and this is on CNET. This is official as fuck. Nintendo offers gloves to prevent joystick injuries. The company agrees to provide protective gloves to owners of a Mario Party game after receiving numerous reports of children being injured using an N64 controller while playing Mario Party. Nintendo's agreement to offer gloves settles a complaint from the New York Attorney General's office, which had heard from parents of children who had suffered cuts, punctures, blisters, and friction burns on their hands because of the intense joystick movement some portions of the multiplayer N64 game require. One kid got a tetanus shot. Before they were injured, one parent said their kid had only been playing for 15 or 20 minutes when they got I a second-degree burn. 
fucking which lying ass bitch. Which, yeah, I just don't believe that. Um, Nintendo representatives cannot be reached for comment. The record, the recorded message on the company's Mario Party hotline, however, recommends that players avoid injuries simply by manipulating the joystick with their thumb and forefinger rather than the palm of the hand. The potentially embarrassing development comes at a critical time for Nintendo as the company faces renewed competition from Sony and its new PlayStation 2. So this is before the PS2 really came out. And Microsoft's upcoming Xbox game, which Bill Gates will provide more details on tomorrow. So this is like literally before the Xbox 2. I remember uh, lastly, hearing about this. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I thought it was I just got to read this last. Un- lastly, under the settlement, Nintendo agreed to provide four sets of sports gloves to each Mario Party owner who sends in a request. So, I mean, that this is wild. Like, this is just ridiculous. Let me just say, I remember hearing about this. Y'all are some bitches. All right. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are weak. All I'm saying is there's not a single Japanese kid that started crying about their fucking hands hurting. All right. Americans were just like, oh, man. Let's fucking sue them, Tommy. Where they're fucking out here working. The fucking coal mines closed down. They needed a quick fix. They went and sued Big Nintendo because little Timmy didn't know how to fucking play Mario Party. Yeah. I played Mario Party every goddamn day. And yeah, you know, you get a blister here and there. So yeah. man the fuck up. You want to win, don't you? You want to win. Anyway, I honestly, I can't believe. I remember hearing those stories and people. I, I can't believe the amount of bitchery that is in people. That I they couldn't, me. that they couldn't fucking We're play Mario that. Party without bitchery. straight bitchery. Uh, I don't know. I, I I remember. I always hated that though because I really do feel like people didn't really get injured or get hurt. Like I don't know a single person. It's anecdotal, anecdotal, but I don't know a single person in real life that actually got injured playing Mario Party. Yeah, it's just it's just all fucking moms that are trying to make a quick buck and sue somebody. Now I will say this: I never got injured. Like actually injured playing mario party or any other game on n64 but what i what i will say is that putting my palm down to rotate which is something that i think we all probably did at some point because yeah. that was that was the best way to rotate like let's you know for let's sure. be honest that was the best way and if you did that for a, a lot it did hurt like i'm not gonna sit here and lie like it didn't that shit actually does hurt but i just simply like yeah, a i mean so normal, does life like a normal person i just stopped doing it like <laughs> when it became painful instead of continuing until i started bleeding I just stopped. Nah, people don't have self-control, Fraser. Nah, yeah, I don't know. Also, I think it's a dumb thing to sue. I don't think I don't think Nintendo had a good lawyer or they just like didn't care and they just were like, fuck it, let's settle. Cause my argument would be, well, who the fuck told you to do that? Like the game shows you what to do and it tells you to use your thumb. It's called a thumbstick. I don't know why the fuck you're using the palm of your hand. Nobody told you to do that. Yeah. And so like I could injure myself with any controller I want. Yeah, I could fucking yeah. Like I if I drop the Xbox right controller, nuts! Like it'll hurt. Like I yeah. can't sue. I can injure myself with literally any controller that has ever come out ever. Like if so, I choose to. Yeah. I don't uh, know. All right. Well, that's the N sixty four. That was a funny Genesis. little side note, though. Yeah. What is Shadowrun trilogy? That's the next thing. I don't know. Ah, uh, dude, I fucking I fell asleep for for two minutes on that. All right, well, we're skipping. Know. We're skipping that. I don't know what that uh, is. I apologize if you're a Shadowrun fan. I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't care. No one listening to this is a Shadowrun fan, so we're fine. Rude. Uh, all right. Next is Castlevania. That was Castlevania hype. Advanced Collection. Yeah, it's the it's the Game Boy Advance. It's all the Game Boy Advance Castlevania games in a collection. But not only that, it something I really like um, when they do collections like this is they have like celebratory art and music added to the game. There's going to be a gallery mode that shows a bunch of um, concept art and um, yeah, mainly just concept art from the development of the game that has never been released. 
They announced like unreleased art is going to be included with the collection and shit like that I think is really cool. Yeah, agreed. I used to play Castlevania on N64. Really, really, really hard games. I think Castlevania games are really difficult. I might have said that before, but I just want to reiterate, Castlevania games are not easy at all. Yo, I laughed so hard recently. Uh, somebody was saying that Castlevania isn't that hard. And oh my God. This was, this was on my Such show. a fucking cool guy, right? Yeah. But and then somebody else in the comments was like, "Have you ever tried walking up the stairs in Castlevania? It's just impossible." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it! I love the internet. Honestly, I love it. The internet is the best and the worst place in the world at the same time. <laughs> oh shit! Simultaneously, the best and the worst. So, okay, that's Castlevania. We get this new. This I don't. I don't know what this is. Arc Tracer. Oh, oh ActRaiser. That's a remake. Okay. Act. What is it called? It's called ActRaiser. ActRaiser. Gotcha. Yeah. That's Never a remake. saw this before. Never played it. It looks good, though. Yeah, I uh, actually knew about that game. Um, But I'd be lying if I said, like, I, I was super into it. I know about it. It looks really cool. And uh, our friend Medina knows more about it than I do. He actually, let me see. Yeah, he told he was like the game's composer is the same one that did the Streets of Rage music. It has the same composer, uh, Streets of Rage. Oh, that's cool. I um, love Streets of Rage. So, so yeah, I've known about the game for a while, the original version, but I don't. I never really like had a chance to play it. But uh, the remake looks really cool, and I'm interested in giving it a try. Yeah, yeah this is something. All right, then we got Delta Rune Chapter Two. Yeah, this is made by the guy that made Undertale. Um, Undertale is an RPG. I'm sure you, everybody knows, but it's an indie RPG uh, inspired by Earthbound or Mother, uh, the series that Ness and Lucas are from. Um, so Undertale is an indie RPG, uh, very highly loved and regarded. I played it. It's it's cool. Um, Delta Rune is his like next project, and Delta Rune Chapter One's already out. And this announced that Chapter Two is coming uh, to the Nintendo Switch for free. I believe it's already out or coming soon. That's really so. This is a free game. Well, it's a free update. It's it's they're oh, adding. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's a free update to chapter one. Okay. Yeah, available later today as a free update. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. And then it's sizzle reel. Yeah. So, um, basically, they just show a bunch of shit. They just like they just show like a bunch of games. Uh, it's a sizzle reel reel of a bunch of games. They show like a Hot Wheels game, and I don't know. They show like. Yeah. 15 games. They just got music on it. The Hot Wheels game actually looked kind of fun. It's like, I don't know if it was like a dollar, but oh, it should be um, double ten say five. Yeah, they put a, they just show a bunch of games um, that are already okay. coming to the Switch. They got a bunch of car games. Wreckfest. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Pac Man, Arcade Archives, Pac Man, Rune Factory Five. The Rune Factory games are pretty cool. I haven't played them in a long time. All right, the next thing is the Mario movie, which is yeah. really the big mainstream thing that came out of this whole direct. Um, this is what's trending the most. A lot of people are talking about the casting of the, you know, who's playing all the characters. And it, it's an animated movie, right? It is an animated movie, and they announced all the voice actors, or at least yep. most of them. Yep. So I'm going to pull up the list of the voice actors. Uh, Yo, they yeah. have. They have, the cast is such a rant, but also so fucking great at the same time. I agree. I mean, right off the bat, we have Chris Pratt as Mario. He's also Star-Lord from the Marvel Universe. And he's also the main character of the new Jurassic series, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yes. he, All right. I just want to say this. Shout out to whoever the fuck is Chris Pratt's manager or agent. Yo, for real. 
because this man is securing the bag. He is now a part of the MCU. Now he's a part of the NCU because we know Nintendo is clearly building a cinematic universe where Smash Bros. is going to be ultimately what comes out of this, like the Avengers. Dog, they have yes. a- Smash Bros. Infinity War, stop. That I cannot cool. wait until Master Hand comes to fuck on everybody. It's coming. I'm telling you right now, we already got the Sonic movie. We have this Mario movie coming out. What else do we have? There's something else that came out that's a, that would be a part of this. But yeah, basically the cinematic universe. Oh, there's that, that Pokemon movie too, I feel like. Oh, Detective we, Pikachu? Yeah, or something like that. But yeah, we're, we're pretty much getting to the point where Nintendo will have enough movies to bring together a bunch of their shit and into a Super wild. Smash Bros-esque world where I'm, I'm excited for the NCU. So I just want you to know right now, somebody is yelling at you, throwing their shit at the wall that you included Sonic in the Nintendo universe. Someone is pissed. Well, they can be as pissed as they want, but <laughs> last I checked, Nintendo owns Sega, right? So... <laughs> I mean that's I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like Disney owns fucking Marvel, and guess what? If they wanted to start fusing, I don't know, Star Wars <laughs> into your goddamn Spider-Man movies, then you just have to deal with it. Yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to fucking tell but, you. But uh But yeah, we have this yeah. Mario movie coming out, and so yeah, Chris Pratt is you know playing Mario. Shout out to him. He's gonna be the voice actor. So we're not gonna act. At first, I think people thought that this was going to be a live-action movie. I don't know what people thought. I know people are pissed that Chris Pratt is playing Mario. They and are. I think people need to calm the fuck. They think, that, they think that he should be Italian. They think the person who plays him should be Italian, which is fucking... I don't know what has gone on in the PC world that we live in, or like this strange race-baiting world that we're in, where everything has to be whatever I, it was originally. Or I also saw somebody absolutely fuming that... Mario isn't being voiced by Charles Martinet, his original voice actor. And first of all, that guy's like 70 years old. All right. Now, that doesn't mean he can't do the work. I'm sure he can. But I don't know if people realize that. Does that mean they also want Charles Martinet to voice Luigi with his voice sped up? Because that's Luigi's original voice. Luigi's original voice is Mario's voice sped up. I don't I don't know. So, like, are, uh, is, is Charles Martinet doing the whole fucking voice cast? Like, what are we all doing? Right. Like, stop. stop being slow. Stop. Um, all right, the voice of Peach is uh, Anya Taylor Joy, and she who is, is that? She's from the Queen's Gambit. Actually, she is the main okay. character. Which you need to watch. You and your girlfriend I watch it after you're done. Whatever, like this podcast episode. After you're done, you motherfucker should cuddle in bed and do whatever you're gonna do, and then put this on because this right. Queen's you Gambit. <laughs> you need a Netflix login. You said, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could hook you up with one, but the one I have is also someone else's that like is one of my good friends, but I can't yeah, do yeah, it out, yeah. unfortunately. I if, get, if it was mine. I gotta get my hands on a Netflix login. I don't I, pay for a single subscription service, not a single one. I have everything. I have Hulu, HBO Max, Netflix, Stars, uh what what else is there? Oh, I got YouTube Premium. Um, I don't know. Whatever there is, I have whatever it. Whatever it is, you got it. Funimation, Crunchyroll. All that shit, and all of them are pretty much from my friends, like lending them, lending their login to me, and that is just a way to live life. Allegedly, allegedly, yes, <laughs> yes, allegedly. <laughs> wink, wink. Yep, I'm. If you're on Patreon, you can see me. I'm. I'm fucking. I don't. Am I winking? I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, so she is from the Queen's Gambit, and honestly. Like I'm pretty sure that the the show won an Emmy or something. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. It is 
I think it has a crazy high score on Rotten Tomatoes, like in the 90s. It is one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life. I think I might have The Queen's Gambit in my top 10 shows of all time. That's how fucking good it is, especially because I'm a nerd and I'm a gamer. Yeah. And eat, I've never played chess in my life. Okay. I've never played chess in my entire life. I've never played it not even once. And it's still amazing because it's not, even though it's obviously she's a chess player and that's kind of the whole game that they play in, the, in every episode, um, it's more conceptual than it is about actual how to play chess, which yeah, is great yeah. because the show probably wouldn't have succeeded if you had to know how to play chess to watch it. No, it would not. But she's beautiful. The girl who plays uh, the main character in the Queen's Gambit and who's going to be voicing Peach, she is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. If you're into that like really far-apart eye look, like the doughy eye thing, kind of like Marjorie from Game of Thrones, she kind of has that Marjorie look. Um, she looks amazing. She looks great. So that's for that's for Peach. Uh, who do we have next? So we have Charlie Day voicing Luigi. Dog, that was hype. <laughs> What's he from? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. He's and he's just like I don't know. I just like he's a good actor. Uh, he's I enjoy his character a lot. And uh, I think. Do you ever see the meme? I'm I'm sure you have. Where it's like the guy who looks crazy, and there's like he's like pointing to the board. And it's like oh like like that's Charlie Day. Okay. And that's from It's Always Sunny. It's about the mail or some shit. Anyway, uh, I think that's a hilarious pick for Luigi. I think he's gonna kill it. We got Jack Black as Bowser. People are not excited about this. I am. <laughs> I, I don't that know. Was a- I, I really do think though that they thought this was going to be some kind of live action shit, and they looked at the people who are playing and thought you don't fit the character. But like, it's voice acting; it's not literally yeah, it's voice acting. acting. So, uh, and I think Jack Black is going to pull off a great Bowser. Also, think that Jack Black is a good voice actor. I agree. So I don't have any problems with this whatsoever. Kung Fu Panda is a great movie. I, yeah, I, I I just think Jack Black is actually a good voice actor. That like. Enough said. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Yes. What a what an amazing cast. You know who that is, right? No. That's from. Do you ever see Key and Peele? Yes. That's Key and Key and Peele. I've only seen clips of Key and Peele, and I was never a big fan of it because uh, I feel like Key and Peele took over after like Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh one half of the Key and Peele, and I like him. He's cool. And okay. I think the fact that he's voicing Toad is kind of hilarious. So Seth I'm Rogen to as it. oh sorry, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, really um, random pit, but I guess he kind of looks like Donkey Kong. Well, that and they also couldn't get a black person to play this role. So I'm glad that we're not currently forced to talk about that because a lot of people were like, "Huh, good on Hollywood for not casting a black person as Donkey Kong," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" It annoys me though that like. What if it like who can like that, so I so I, I will say this I actually think that Kevin Hart would have made an amazing Donkey Kong Kevin Hart would I dog sp- speaking of Kevin Hart spoilers he's not on this cast list <laughs> color me surprised I Kevin Hart is in every movie ever he is and I could not believe when it got to the end that he wasn't listed as one of the characters I was like how's Kevin Hart not in this movie I could totally see Kevin Hart. Like when I when I thought about black people who could play Donkey Kong and get away with it, first of all, I think that it would have to be a comedian. Uh, yeah, because a comedian would be like, "Calm down, guys. I chose to be Donkey Kong. Like it's not like Nintendo called me and was like, "Hey, we got this new role for you.'" And it's like, "Oh, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> you won't believe it. It's Donkey Kong." 
<laughs> like that's different. That's different. Nintendo called me and said they want me to voice Donkey Kong. Well, first of all, I'm doing it, but that's not the point. The point is they called you and said we want you, we want your black ass to be Donkey Kong. That's different as, as opposed to you knowing that the role is Donkey Kong and you auditioning and then being the best Donkey Kong. But yeah, whatever. It's fucking Seth Rogen. I'd love Seth Rogen. I think he's one of the funniest people. I know people don't really go up for him like that, but after Super Bad, I mean, he is so fucking funny to me. So. I like Seth Rogen. I'm here for I it. I fuck with him. I fuck with him. Now, I was looking at the rest of the cast list because they, they kind of don't really have them listed as much, like who they're going to be. But uh, I mean, those are the main people. Like the yeah. ones that we just read off, those are the main ones. So yeah, I'm excited for this Mario movie. I like, I mean, I love Nourish It in general. This is just another thing to add to it. So I'm, I'm here for this. I'm and also excited. I my, So I'm excited, but my excitement is curbed at the moment until I see a trailer. Yes, the trailer is really yeah. The trailer is really going to decide where my excitement lies. Yep, I think it's going to be hilarious though. I think the whole movie is going to be comedy, and I'm ready for that. They got dude. They got great voice actors to pull off that kind of movie, man. They have a lot of comedians. Like Jack Black as Bowser. Like this movie is going to be kind of funny. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be actually good. I'm also happy that it's just an animated movie. Like if it was, like the thing about the Sonic movie, uh, I saw it. It's a fun movie, but it's the exact movie I said it was going to be. It's Sonic somehow goes through a portal and ends up in our world, yeah. and he interacts with a fucking a cop or something. Like it's just, <laughs> I, I just don't. I'm just so over what movies like the Smurfs, where it's like the Smurfs in New York. You just start shit, and I'll be so confused. <laughs> he said he interacts with like a cop or something. Like what? <laughs> like. That's not right. Look, man. Oh, man. That's the uh, all right. Well, we have Splatoon 3. Yeah. You Splatoon like Splatoon? is becoming... I don't play it competitively, but I do mm-hmm. like the games. Um, I think they're, they're cool. fun. Fun party games. They're fun games. games. And no, they're good competitive games, too. I just don't have many people that play it. My one friend that does play it often and that I would play with lives in Korea. Oh, oh okay. I have two friends that play Splatoon often. But one lives in Korea and the other one lives in Australia. So I can't really play with either of them. Yeah. Um, but if they lived in America, I'd probably play Splatoon a lot more. But yeah, Splatoon 3 looks really good. The people that I know that play it look excited for it. And I thought the story mode looks cool because Splatoon, like, it's all squid people. And the storyline for this next one is like the, the invasion of the mammalians. And it's like mammals and they're squids. And I like that it like the mammals are aliens. And I don't know. I thought it was catchy and tricky. And yeah. This, the, yeah, the Splatoon universe is growing. So I'm, yeah, it's I'm becoming a, one of Nintendo's biggest games. Yep. And I actually, for most of my time playing Smash Ultimate, my main was Inkling. I only recently switched my main because I'm a tier whore and also because one of my newly favorite players, Tweak, plays Diddy Kong. And now my mains are Sephiroth, Diddy Kong, and Joker. Uh, those there are the three. Go. Those are the three characters that I really like. But uh, Inkling was my character for the last two years, and I mean, I, I played. I actually played a little Smash Online today with one of my friends because he he just has been challenging me and he wants to get better or whatever. And we were playing it, and I randomly was like, you know what, fuck, it. I'm just I'm gonna just pick Inkling just to go back to it. And I I love that character. So I don't know anything about Splatoon really. Like I've never played a Splatoon game, but they gave me a great fighting game character, and yeah, that's that's really all I can say on Splatoon. Hell yeah. Um, and last but not least is yes, yes. Bayonetta 3 I called this one too another Smash character 
Uh, yep, yeah, another Smash character. When I the trailers go ahead. Bit, go ahead. Fucking, we're crashing. We're incoming traffic right now. We're, we're doing our thing. Um, no, I was just going to say when the trailer started at first, I didn't know what was going on. I was like looking at the trailer, and I just at first the 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 child in me was like, is it going to be Star Fox? Like part of me was like, maybe that's like Corneria, the yeah. original Corneria, and it's like destroyed and. At some point, Fox is going to pop up the bottom like, let's go, guys. But anyway, <laughs> shortly after I gave up that dream and I saw like military guys running around, um, I was like, this is going to be Bayonetta. And then it took a while for the fucking trailer to get there, but it was Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Finally, after however many years, Bayonetta 3 got announced, I want to say like two or three years ago. Yeah, people we finally were, actually got a trailer. People were a little upset about uh, how long it took them to actually give us something for Bayonetta. But here it is. And I've always considered Bayonetta to be the the woman version of Devil May Cry. I agree. Okay, so it's not just me. All right. Um, yeah, me and you usually we usually align. I mean, that's that's probably why we're such good friends. But yeah, she is basically Dante, but in woman form. And that's great. Like I love that there's representation, you know, for a woman who's badass, because she's pretty fucking badass. Her hair can like summon portals to fucking other worlds and shit. She has guns. I guess yeah. I mean, she really is like Devil May. This like Dante a lot. Yeah, no. The game, the Bayonetta games are ve- they feel like Devil May Cry games. Yeah, very inspired. Um, She's also the best character in Smash Four by far. Like it's not even close. Mm, mm. So yeah, Bayonetta's cool. I'm 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 here for a. a I like Bayonetta that she has game. a different hairstyle in every game. Yeah, the pigtails. Should stick. Uh, yeah, my best friend grew up like when I grew up playing Devil May Cry, and he also did. But then when Bayonetta came out, he switched over to play that a lot. He fucking loves her, so I'm sure he'll be playing it. And I don't know, maybe I'll watch him play through it or something. Since that I'm probably technology exists, play it. I not recently, but somewhat within the last year, I picked up the Bayonetta two re-release on the Switch that comes okay. with Bayonetta one, and I plan on probably like two months to a month before Bayo 3 comes out, I'll probably stream Bayo 1 and 2 leading up to 3 and then okay. play 3. Yeah. Yeah, I've never played one. So if you stream it, I'll actually watch you play it because that's, I mean, you have Critical Hit Plus and I will definitely like like to watch that. I've actually been avoiding, because right now you guys are streaming God of War. I think Kevin is streaming God of War, one of your yeah. stream partners. And I've been avoiding the stream because I own the God of War game that's on PS4 and it actually won Game of the Year. Uh, I never beat it though. I don't know. I I tried it. I got to a certain point. Wasn't really a big fan of it, honestly, because I played every single God of War game before it, and this one is so different. But apparently, people like this one a lot, a lot. So I don't know. I just I, maybe I just have to go back to it without the bitterness of it not being what I'm used to. Yeah, it's I'm a different like, game. One of my biggest complaints is not even that you have your kid with you or and all of that, like. That whole thing, that's one thing. The camera, though, I don't like the camera in the game. I think the camera is fucking awful. Like, I, mm. I feel like I'm just getting back attacked a lot, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, the, the viewing angle is just not a good one. It used to be, God of War used to be kind of uh, zoomed out and kind of overhead. Yeah, I mean, God and of War that, was kind of like a Devil May Cry type game. Yes. But you, you would be able to see the enemies, like, when you're fighting them. And maybe they... Maybe they decided we want to be more realistic. If if enemies are in front of you, you can't see the ones in front and in back of you. So I, I get it. But I don't know. It just didn't feel like the original God of War, like the first, I don't know, five God of War games, because I even played the ones that were on PSP. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that God of War, another, like, they really wanted to go for, like, this narrative approach, and uh, it's a bit, it's definitely more toned down, I'd say, than yeah. the old ones. Um, but the story is, the, it's, the story is one of the things in, that's really held in high, high, high regard. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm going to play it again. I spent 60 bucks on it, so I have to play it just out of, uh, on the principle. All right, well, that wraps up the Nintendo Direct, but Kenny, what are your favorite things that came out of this Nintendo Direct? Like, out of this whole list of shit that we just went over, what are, like, your top three things that you are most excited about? Um. Okay, so top three would have to be off the top of my head. Top three would be um, Monster Hunter Rise. You can put up the list of uh, the one you sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But it would be, for me, it would be Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, um. Uh, blah, 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 the card game, Voice of Cards. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah. Um. I that that trailer, the music, the art style, just everything about it felt so nice. Like it just really drew me in hard. Yeah. So I'm big, big excited for that. So okay. Sunbreak DLC. Um, Voice of Cards, that game, and uh, Project Triangle Strategy. The yep. strategy game coming out from Square Enix that uh, has the art style of Octopath. Those are my top three. And then uh, number four would be the Hyrule Warriors DLC. Yes, I know you love that. Uh, for me, number one, obviously Monster Hunter. No question. Nintendo knew exactly what the fuck they were doing when they put that as the very first thing. They know. I mean, I, I guess Capcom knows because, you know, Rise is their probably most selling game ever now for Capcom. And World was their most selling game ever before that. So they, they knew exactly how to get people drawn in immediately. And this shit, I'm I'm ready for new Monster And they knew Hunter. people were thirsty too. They knew they people were thirsty for a rise update. You're right. They did because a lot of people are down like bad talking uh rise at, at the current time. All of all of the content creators, all the streamers and all that stuff, like they're I've been watching their content re- recently. I stopped when I quit the game pretty much. Um, but I've been going back and just kind of checking out just what they're talking about. And as they're playing Tales of Arise right now, they will talk about why they no longer stream Monster and Arise and stuff like that. And most of it is just like, there's not enough for me to do. Like, do you guys want to see me fight the same, do the same quest over? Like, how many times am I going to do the same quest? How many times am I going to fight the same monster? Like, it's there's only so many times I can do that on stream before it's like, streamers, like, people will just leave. They, they will not be entertained yeah. by that. So Unless you're like a, a speed runner for it and you're really... Yeah. Doing a thing a million times because that's what you yeah. gotta do as a speedrunner. So Monster Hunter Sunbreak is number one for me. Uh Kirby the Forgotten Land. I am so excited for that. Like I I cannot stress enough. I am extremely excited for this Kirby. And I'm also really excited for the final Smash character. Like mm-hmm. I I find myself playing more and more Ultimate. And I also watch Ultimate tournaments all the time. Like I pretty much keep up with the entire competitive Smash Ultimate scene. I've actually before this podcast started, I was watching on Twitch. Right now, we have glitch is happening at the moment, and MK Leo's and losers. He lost to Esam's Pikachu. He got bodied three to one. So I've been watching. That, been that really- I'm so conflicted because on one end, I love the fact that Esam won because I love the way he plays Pikachu. He's one of my favorite players. Yeah. In the game. On the other end, I hate the fact that Esam won. Because I hate Esam. I think he's yeah. so corny. Yeah, he's such a corny person. <laughs> he's such a cornball. Especially after you told me the whole thing a couple weeks ago at uh our yeah, yeah. Theater, but we won't we won't go over that right now. But yeah, I'm excited for this final Smash character. It always reignites the community 
Like if and don't get me wrong, though, the Ultimate Community is alive and well. The Ultimate Community is fucking huge. Oh yeah, like, it it's is, moving. Like Smash Ultimate is huge, but every time a new DLC comes out, all of the big streamers and everything they come out of hiding. Even the people who normally stream like Melee and stuff like that, they all for some reason just switch to Ultimate for like a week just to yeah. show off the new character. I can't wait to see Zero's reaction video. Yep, Zero's reaction video. Mango will probably do something. Hungry Box will do something. Mind you, these guys really don't play Ultimate, but like they they always put out some content. And you're an asshole, and I'm ignoring <laughs> you. But uh, yeah, this is episode 22 of the Ultimate <laughs> Podcast. I want to shout out our Patreon real quick, and then we're going to get out of here. So give me a second. We actually have a new person added to the Patreon too. Yes, we do. The I Am Nerd Podcast Patreon. Yes. Unedited video versions of the podcast, as well as some exclusive podcast episodes that are on Patreon only. Yes. And episode two of our exclusive podcast that only drop on Patreon uh, will be coming out soon. Kenny and I are going to record that real soon. So you guys can expect Mm -hmm. that. Uh, All right. So for people who are actually subscribed to us on Patreon, we have Connie, the first ever. Austin, Leon, Xavier, Garen, Quest, Hylian, and Sarah. Shout out to you guys Thank for helping you. us and fucking with us and rocking with us and all of that good stuff. We appreciate you, as always. Um, also, if you guys want to follow us on Patreon, we're at I Am There Podcast. Uh, same thing with our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We drop videos. Outside of just dropping the podcast on YouTube, we also just drop random videos talking about all different types of topics like Yu-Gi-Oh cards from the past uh videos on versus series like randomly we did a video on gojo versus beerus <laughs> um, we do all types of shit i'm their news we talked about funimation and crunchyroll kind of fusing together so we we discuss a bunch of different things on our youtube channel as well um so if you want to follow us on youtube you know i'm their podcast go go check that out and is there anything else i want to say before we go you have anything kenny any announcements I want to rock with you. I just thought of that song when you were like, thanks for rocking with us. And then I, <laughs> I say that almost every time too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to end this off with my new, my new uh, catchphrase or saying, which is do the things that make you happy. And I'm going to end this off with my new saying, and that's don't listen to Frazier. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm not kidding. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you.